off the show today with a positive review, dude. Go ahead, tell me. You know what? Um, I actually we my my roommate and I ordered jerseys from ElmontUSoccer.com. Obviously, sponsors of the show. We love them. ElmontUSoccer.com. Uh, that sounds like a hell of a website. What do they have there, dude? They have amazing jerseys, and they obviously at it's at great prices. And the more you add, the cheaper it becomes. And no way. We also use the TJW10 uh, promo code at checkout to save 10%. Well, that's brilliant. And uh, it Save was amazing. more money. Sounds like sensible business right there. Now, what Phenomenal. about the quality? I got myself, uh, uh, quality was great. Obviously, I'm just saying what he what he is saying because I am not in Canada. Right. Uh, but the quality is great. We both got the IX uh, Bob Marley kits. And sure, I also got a 99 Pulse Goals one. So it, it apparently wow. they're amazing. And the level of detail on the jersey, like he sent me pictures of the, of the 99 one. The level of detail on it is phenomenal. Dude, do you think that over here at the Jersey Wall podcast, we're in the, we're in the business of ripping people off? No way. We are giving no. the top highest quality of jerseys to everybody around. And uh, actually, Alex got his too for his whole men's league team. Nice. And they were raving about them. They got the inter Is it the Ajax one? No, they got the uh, inter ones with the snakes on them. They're nice. Okay. Yeah, they're nice. Pretty cool. Dude, right here. Right here on my ear for those who are just listening. Mm. We were talking about this shaving for it. No, I wish I cut myself shaving, bro. I cut myself <laughs> on the freaking masks. It's exhausting. How often my... have you been? Oh, it's because of work. School? Yeah, because of school and stuff. Yeah. Like those those masks, the ones that they have there. Like I got a nice cotton mask, you know? I wash it mm. not as often as I should, to be quite honest with you. I forget to wash it all the time. <laughs> but at least it doesn't hurt me anywhere. The masks at school those? are marginally too. No, you have to wear the like the certified surgical like medical ones? surgical oh ones. Oh my god! And um, it which are fine. I just wish that the that the bands were a little more forgiving, or like a little bit softer. Do you not have softer. the three D printed um, neck thing, the neck holder of it, where it sits? Actually, behind. yeah, Leah's mom gave us one of those in for, for when we went away uh, to the Dominican. But um, I could only use that one with like the mask that I had. Because with the surgical mask, the, the bands are too tight. So when I do that, it's like clamping my face. It's like I'm wearing a gag, bro. <laughs> it's that tight. I'm like, holy smokes. Plus, they rip. They, they bust off easily. And I'm like, oh, for God's mm. sakes, guys. A little bit frustrating. I should get you a box of the, of the mask I showed you from Egypt. Dude, you should. But get them as like, I'm a person with a pretty large face and head. So I don't know if they come with different sizes. But uh, give me one of the bigger ones. I'll ask for the Humpty Dumpty treatment. Yeah, exactly. If you could <laughs> ask for like, what do you do if you were, if you had to mask a horse, if somebody had big ears and they were really far back, what kind of masks? <laughs> what kind of masks? Like you grab the them? reins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if we just start like braiding them together? You know, like if we could just cut them open and then tie other ones, and then make extendo masks, you know? Right. Right. Like how you used to do like with the straws to like, just to extend straws for no reason. So yeah. that you can find it very difficult to sip were you there with me drinks. for that? Have I done that with you? No, but oh, dude, I I've used to done that as a child. So I thought you were time. referencing like me personally because I have absolutely. Oh no, done I that. just meant in yeah. general because everyone has done that at some point in their lives. We all usually turtles out of eh? chilies. when we were small. None yeah. of us knew, but we all we were just terrorizing turtles. Just you, screw the turtles. No, <laughs> yeah, literally, new hashtag: screw the turtles. Your background today <laughs> reminds me. I have a bone to pick with uh, with B Dubs because I was there for lunch. Where today. am I? Tell them. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, Mina's virtual background today. Getting back to the virtual background, I might add, it was a long time since we've, since we've had a virtual background. But uh, no, it's weird. Nonetheless, do it. at uh, at B Dubs. There's your virtual background, Buffalo Wild Wings. For the apparently we made that up. Eh? Like I tell people sometimes something about B Dubs, and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" I've seen that on Twitter, like Isn't the that west side of Twitter. Though it's it's like. I feel like in the U.S. it's it's referred to as B-dubs, but in Canada, people just don't know that. Oh, all right. Well, to those who don't know, B-dubs is Buffalo Wild Wings, all right? And uh, got a bit of a bone to pick with them. We've kept, we've single-handedly kept this location near us employed for, open for, genuinely. for a long, no, long like, time. Yeah, people think we're joking. We're like, genuinely, we used to go like every Tuesday. Yeah, and we haven't got any preferential treatment as the cycle of, of uh, service changes. You know, the prices go up and... The quality diminishes. But anyway, my bone to pick with them is the we that. like get cut. Dude, apparently the honey garlic sauce is on the chopping block. I like I was oh, come shocked on, my, No, a, dude, like what? you don't understand. I was there today and on she got boneless honey garlic ones. Okay. And it, it wrote on there limited time. And I was like, what? well, hold on. These have been here forever. This is a cornerstone of the franchise. If you're gonna get rid of in the same calendar year, honey garlic and hot barbecue, 
you've lost yourself a couple of customers. Honey garlic is one of the most iconic chicken wing sauces anywhere in the world. Like yeah. anywhere, any like chicken wing joint has honey garlic. They've got medium, they've got hot, and they've got barbecue. Yep. Those are the four. Those are the corners. You know, yeah. let's call them. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's call them the Mount Rushmore of chicken wing sauces. I think that's the for, other one. That's a pretty bold claim, but you know what? I think that's right. The Mount Rushmore of chicken wing sauces. Okay, let's examine this further. Yeah. The Mount Rushmore of chicken wing sauces. Let's let's put a pin in the in, in, in what we were talking there. about. Barbecue has to be on there. Hot Those and two bar- are nailed in. Absolutely, yeah, they have to be everywhere. You guys for some barbecue chicken wings, and the, they know exactly yeah. what they're going to give you. Okay, my Hot claim is sure. that honey garlic has to be there. Medium, it might be questionable. Medium for mm, yeah, okay, honey garlic. I would. Yeah, probably, right? Like I'm trying to th- I'm trying to not get yeah. too fancy. I'm trying to think about what these stores typically have and I think you're right. And then I think medium across have the board. Those three and then medium as well. Yeah. Well, what's the like the most elementary sauce? Like the person who doesn't like spice would get this sauce. What would that be? Honey garlic. It would be honey <laughs> garlic or barbecue. It, right? Like yeah. it would be either mm. one of those two. I think you're right. I, I didn't. I didn't bring this up to to dispute this either, because it's a genuine discussion, yeah, yeah. right? Now there's different. This is a very important. Topic there's different ways we could go through with the Mount Rushmore of of of, of sauces. The what we could also interpret that as what are the four greatest sauces, mm. right? Which would be a separate discussion, which we could probably ad lib right now. And to be honest, I'd be. I would love to go into that because, in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, we should. Yeah, our we talk should. of today has very, very little to do with footy, but we do have some footy to get to. <laughs> That's later in the show. Um, let's talk about this. Some of the great, and then I'll get back. Don't let me forget my my bone to pick with B Dubs because I have to get back to this later. All right, let's do it. The Mount Rushmore of sauces we've established: the four most common sauces anywhere in the world you could walk into and get: honey, garlic, barbecue, medium, and hot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because usually, like a lot of places have garlic parmesan, but not every place has. Garlic That's true. Parmesan. I had garlic parmesan today. Way. I don't yeah. like it. It's not for me. It's not for me. No, me neither. You know, like I've tried it. I know Daria likes it, right? Daria loves it. Yeah, it's just not for me, dude. I, I really, I don't like the consistency. I like yeah. everything in it, which is what's trippy to me, right? Because I'm a person who I'm. I've become pretty adventurous with food since I've taken on the moniker of Master Chef Ney, right? Like I'm more willing to explore stuff, and in theory, I love parmesan and garlic. And chicken wings. I love all those flavors. Put them on. Uh, put them on a like a sub and give me like an Italian type of Parmesan yeah. chicken hero sub. That would yeah. be delicious. Amazing. Yeah, but it's not a priority for me on a chicken. No, wing. you're right, and it's like it takes. I think maybe it's that it's the how heavy the cream is, right? Like creamy mm. Parmesan. And for those please who are listening, if you are like a diehard chicken, you know, like Parmesan wing person, please tell us. Like, I'm not. I'm genuinely not trying to go after people who like this style of wings. <laughs> just not for me personally. So I don't know if it can go on the Mount Rushmore of wings. But I, let's let's no, talk about the ones so. we have. Hot sauce, just your average plain hot sauce, right? Mm. It's you you can spot like it from a, a mile away. Type of style. Yeah, you can spot hot it from sauce. a mile yeah. away. That for sure is on the Mount Rushmore of sauces, right? Because it's versatile. Genuine. You can everybody, even if you don't like hot like foods, you got to acknowledge that every place will have it, and and yeah, just it's like a buffalo very wings. popular. Yeah, buffalo wings. Let's call them that. Okay, buffalo wings are on the Mount Rushmore of sauces. That's our hot. Okay, barbecue for sure. But there's different ranges of barbecue, right? Yeah, there's smoky barbecue, there's honey barbecue, there's sweet barbecue, sweet. there's hot bar. You know, yeah. like I, I would I would imagine sweet barbecue is like the entry level one. That's got it. That's the introduction for everybody to have. Chicken. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I would. I, I'm agreeing with you. Let's put that on the Mount Rushmore. Honey garlic usually. You know, I love me some honey garlic. Like this is the thing. It's amazing. You know, it's it's, it's really, and it's really always good. there. It's like sticky glazed garlicky hot wings. Or yeah. sorry, just wings in general. They're they're always there. It is, and it's yeah, it's common, and it's delicious. Does it go on the mount? Is it one of the four greatest ever? Um, for me, it's tough. It, I always get it because it's a nice, I like spicy food. You like spicy too, food. Yeah. So it's a nice like palate cleanser and, and just like a nice fire extinguisher, if you will. It's a nice contrast so is what I it always is, right? Like it. usually yeah. if you're going to get a double set of wings, you'd usually get one as a sweeter and one as a hotter and then you can alternate yeah. between them. And I agree with you. Now I usually get my honey garlic kicking if I'm at Barb, if I'm at, um, right. Yeah. If I'm at B-dubs, if Buffalo. I'm anywhere else, let's yeah. see what else they have with, let's see how extensive their wing menu is. Yeah, because it's like I do the, like the a little bit of sweet or honey barbecue. Me exactly, too. but yeah. it's it's just because we like spice. But it, any rendition of of honey garlic wings has to always be there. 
What's a super out there wing that somebody might suggest who's not part of the like pub food conversation, but people who still like chicken wings are like, no, nah, you got to have them like this. I think it would be like, I think they'd always say sauce. like mango habanero. See, yeah. okay. That's of the same kind of breath there, right? The, the mango habanero is, I think that's exclusive to B-dubs because I know they have that sauce, but I haven't seen that sauce anywhere else. But I think like a genuine like Thai sauce is a different breed of chicken wing, which yeah. I would imagine people no, I'd would agree probably introduce this, even if it's not, because it's not necessarily at a pub spot. It's at, let's say, an Asian grill place, right? Yeah, I'm picturing your, like, a, spicy like a green onion garnish on it as mm-hmm. well. And stuff yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like a like a sweet chili heat type of type of chicken. Exactly. Wing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we can kind of round those up. Yeah, those are probably I'm comfortable with putting those four on, but this was pretty ad libbed. Now, if I had known we were going to talk about this beforehand, I would have had a like a stapled list and said this Deep one level for sure. analysis. Yeah. This was pretty rudimentary analysis. Because to be honest, somebody might say, Well, what about um, you know, like just plain, right? Just like, you know, you deep fry them with or some like salt a lemon pepper. pepper. Yeah, or not even lemon pepper. Maybe somebody doesn't like the, the acidity, but just like classic salt and pepper. Salt and pepper dry. My dad used to make ones like that. They're actually really good. You toss them in, you know, like, yeah. you toss them in uh, in flour, like but you spice it up a little, put some, just some dry rubs in the in the flour. Yeah. And then you, you just, you know, put them in the, in the, in the pan with oil and uh, they would come out really, really good. They're amazing. But I don't know if enough people have had those. Anyway, I digress. I think that those are probably pretty comfortable calling those ones in and around the Mount Rushmore of chicken wing flavors. Now, yeah. my bone and to If you pick, guys haven't grilled them, by the way, if you guys haven't grilled them, try grilling your, your wings and yeah. like glaze it until it gets oh sticky. My oh god. my god. Anyway, bone Dude. to pick with B dubs. Sorry to, to cut with you off. There. Yes. It's just an important thing. No, you're absolutely right. No, this is bro, this is as much a, a cuisine podcast as it is soccer, as it is, as it is nothing <laughs> else, right? As it is anything else. We just talked about whatever. Yeah. Um, the bone that I have to pick is with B dubs' misrepresentation of their straws. Okay. Okay. Now these are plastic straw. And I don't know about you, bro. I would prefer just no straw over paper straws. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, are the worst, the most, They're the terrible. least practical, the most inconvenient thing that you could ever. They're obtain. a good idea for about five seconds. Yeah, and if then you were like fall apart. chugging the last sip of something, then sure. But otherwise, like you're better off getting like a, a thing of spaghetti or something, like something like hollow and Italian pasta that you can stick in there because it won't, <laughs> or a metal one. Just get something else. But the the biodegradable like a ones. Rigatoni. Yeah. <laughs> But the biodegradable ones fall apart. And then before you know it, you can't get any of the liquid because it's just you, now you have paper floating around in your drink. It's horrible. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a proponent for plastic, straw, for, for plastic straws or for paper straws. I'd rather go no straw if we're going to have this conversation. But B-dubs, what they've chosen to do is put plastic straws in paper packaging and then write biodegradable on the label. Yeah, can't have. I've this. noticed that. Can't have. A couple this. of brands have done that. Yeah, but is it is it like the type of biodegradable plastic that they've now discovered no. that they can do, no. or is it just a regular plastic straw that they've labeled as biodegradable? They have labeled biodegradable because the paper is biodegradable that it comes in, but oh, I come the on. plastic is I one hundred percent. There is no difference. I have had straws for years and years and years of my life. <laughs> I know. That these are not some kind of newfound plastic that B-dubs has gone, yes, let's invest in this biodegradable plastic. There's just no way. This is the yeah. same exact straw, which now comes in a packaging where they label the paper as biodegradable and the straws are still plastic. So I hate that. I'm not here for that. I, I, I'm fuming. I hate everything about that. Tell me more. That's actually, that's such a wuss type of, and I haven't said wuss for a long time. Yeah, but that it's a is proper school ground move. insult is what it is. Yeah. You're a wuss, B-dubs. How dare you do Genuinely. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely just disappointed. Not surprised, d- disappointed. Yeah, and they, they have some, now we could talk about some of the good parts of Buffalo Wild Wings here too, right? The Ultimate Nachos the ultimate inspired nachos. my mm, Beyond Ultimate see? Nachos, which are even better. But aside from that, even the Buffalitos, I like. They yeah. got like buffalitos good buffalitos. Good. The burgers are yeah. misleading in their pictures. Can't fault them for that. Everywhere has has misleading it's, it's pictures. A best, it's the straw version of that. Basically, their straws are are microcosm of their burgers. That's exactly. 
<laughs> like they have the best photographer, like food photographer ever. Because yeah. he just makes the burgers look so good and they always miss the mark. Genuinely. Yeah. And, and they're always they're slightly overcooked or they're nowhere near dry ingredients for top. Yeah, they're dry. The buns are a little stale. This is a food critique episode, guys. We're not talking about today. flavorless burgers. Yeah, it's really disappointing. It's it's really disappointing, is what it is. On the note yeah. of things being disappointing, we can we can move on from this. We covered masks, right? Yeah, we did. We covered my uh, my cut on my ear. Your ear there. Yeah, <sighs> dude, that was my segue. I forgot we had already spoken about that. Vincent Van Gogh over here. Yeah, dude, I've contemplated it a few <laughs> times actually. Just saying, okay, you know what? How much would this actually you know hurt? Yeah, I can't even wear a mask. Why? I don't have yours. What would happen? What would happen if if you don't have yours and they just do what they force you? Do you get a medical exemption? It's like, sir, where is your mask? Well, yeah, that'd be a good. Here, I mean, bro. maybe like, would you have to like <laughs> tape it to your face, like on the side? You just have to wear like a like a, a face shield or one of those. One of those bandanas that you have to wrap around, make it look like you're part of a gang. Would you even hear people telling you what to do if you didn't have ears? Well, you probably just look like a bird. Like I feel like you'd have ultra hearing, but only like laterally, right? Like you'd have well, to Well, yeah, spin. you'd never know where the voice is coming from. No. Like you you don't know which direction it, it's coming from. Then. Because, you know, they, they scoop sound, right? And I know I got yeah. some big ears. I got some nice, some big, nice ears. Also, speaking of, what is the point of earlobes? Do you know? No idea. Do, do they have it's a for point? girls to put earrings, or just not girls? It's for people to get earrings. Yeah, they're for. Well, see, I don't know. I I, I think you had it right the first time. They're for girls to either pierce their ears with, or to play with, if their boyfriends have really nice ones, which is what happens. I mean, me. guys get earrings like because I get and and stuff to tie it into like. That's true, but I haven't seen his earlobes. I don't know how his earlobes are. I know some people are born without them, right? They just freaking go like cartilage to skin. Yeah. And that like, trips me out because I have like these Dumbo earlobes, which are, they, they go for miles, man. They go for miles. There, there's a cool reason that I get in the summer. cut on the tops of my ears and it's because of how low my earlobes hang. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, it, it stretches out this, uh, the, the elasticity of the mask on the side and it has fatal repercussions Mm -hmm. dire even genuinely they don't they shouldn't exist i mean just the fact that people live their lives normally without them i think it's a bragging right i think it's something that you can brag about like ha i don't have earlobes or no no what would be the brag that you do have earlobes well in my family my dad doesn't have earlobes but my mom does and my sister and i do which means we got the Mm -hmm. earlobe gene from my mom and the running joke in our house when we were smaller used to be that God loved us just a little bit more than he did my dad <laughs> because he gifted us earlobes <laughs> and and, he, and my dad didn't get any. And I always just like, I, I just kind of ran with that. Right? You tell a little kid, you're like, well, listen, God loved you a little bit more than I'm like, hey, man, that's you're what like, it yeah, is. Yeah, so I'm did. looking at these, you know, these big and, I, and you can play with them. I think that's the brag is that God like loved Nathan you just God a little bit more. Like, I know. Yeah. Look at these earlobes. Look at these earlobes, bro. <laughs> and then things have to balance out. So I get cuts at the tops of my ears for wearing masks. The, you know, life life finds a way, you know? Yeah, you can't have everything. By the way, what do you think of this shirt? Look at this. I like it. I bought this Fantastic. and I was like, this is my gym teacher shirt. Yes. Because I thought it, it made it me look most like... most certainly is. Right? Isn't or it like, like your personal trainer type of shirt. Yeah. It's those two. Just, a fitness Just anything mobile. to do where you're instructing physical education. Right. And for those who can't see it, it's um it's a roots shirt, but it's a it's a tight athletic long sleeve quarter zip. It's like a golfer type of quarter zip. It's a gym teacher type of quarter zip, is that it is? <laughs> that's that's fair. And what it what it has, and I'm gonna show you this, but our listeners won't be able to see it. It's got these thumb holes in the sweater. Oh, I've had those. Yeah, I've had those. Can you explain to me what the purpose of these are? Because I have never understood this. And you guys can I've see never them. imagined a situation where I would need those and wouldn't need to cover my like my fingers. I hate it. Because you can't use it as like boxing training gloves. No. Like one of the like the UFC gloves. Nope. You can't do that. If it's raining, what do you only not want your palm to be wet and your fingers are fine? I think that's gonna what soak. it is, right? It's like but it's gonna soak. Yeah. I don't understand this. And so you're not adding extra protection from the wind because your fingers are gonna be the first to go cold anyway. It, it's genuinely true. like 
I have no idea what it is. Maybe. I, I feel like one guy maybe made a mistake in the manufacturing company once, at, like mm. at, at the actual factory itself. And they were like, let's run with it. Maybe. I mean, I know it was popularized, popular, popularized by a, a much younger age group many years back. And then I guess they've stuck with it. I think it has to be for people who hate to have any amount of their arms exposed. And, and I always wear my <laughs> sleeves up. So for me, it's the, it's, the, it's the exact opposite. Like I'd imagine if you're somebody who's going on a run and you're like, oh, my wrists, I can feel it. You're just like, okay, <laughs> let me pop these go-go gadget thumb slips on. And now I have, I will never have to worry about my wrists or my palms seeing daylight, I guess. I don't know. Just a guess. If anything, I wonder if you can return and be like, excuse me, got holes in it? It's like if Crocs had holes for your toes, but covered everything else. (laughs) That would be the most most ridiculous thing you'd ever see. Like, could you imagine? (laughs) No, bro, that'd be so weird. Stub your toe on everything. (laughs) Get your toes out of it. Hey, have you ever wanted to have shoes that were open-toed, but also closed-toed? Like, (laughs) no, I haven't. Dude, what on God's green earth are we talking about right now? Let's get back to the point of this show. Miscellaneous to- things. I think I think every once in a while we need this. And this is only a reflection of what's going on in the football world right now. Yeah, pretty it's much. International football, man. Now, let's talk for a second. Let's do our little... That's enough for bro talk. I guess we should introduce ourselves 20-something minutes in. Do we have to? <laughs> I am going to anyway. And Mr. Nathan Santos, that... Is Brethren FC and international correspondent Mina Gali. And this is the Jersey Wall podcast, episode number 117. Crazy. And today we're going to talk about nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've been watching uh, Seinfeld because it got added to Netflix. Oh, so have I. And, and I love it. I'm dude. almost done like season two, man. Dude, I'm almost done season six. Like, I've been, I've been crushing Holy it. Crap. Because it's very funny and it's like clean timeless humor that is just forever freaking funny and i won't spoil any of it for you but they talk ah, okay, I, wish you were no, I feel like if people have been out since the 1990s so bro yeah. yeah like i've seen this show probably three times just by sitting on like at watching tv with my dad yeah like they and oh. it, it's not like there's a plot line no and that's just what i was gonna say there there's an episode actually a series of episodes in in the in the show where they're trying to get a pilot picked up based on Jerry's life so it's a show within a show yeah and they're pitching the show and they're like it's a show about nothing and I'm like well that's what we do like that that's exactly what it is here it's just what what's it about nothing Nothing. (laughs) not about anything we just talk (laughs) we just talk about nothing stupid randomness um but there are some things that I do want to talk about okay all right so it's nothing like Seinfeld well, this is just, we have to move the plot along slightly. <laughs> so I want to talk about a few things, okay? First and foremost, and we're, we're recording this earlier than we normally would. So there's something fresh in my memory that I'm actually going to post about today. And then by the time, the, today's the Saturday. And then by the time mm-hmm. this episode gets released on Monday, you will have already seen this clip of episode number 117 of the Drew Wall podcast. So consider this a sneak peek, all right? I want to talk about the uh, Canada men's national team picking up an important win yesterday against Costa Rica. I know you probably didn't see very much of it, but did you hear about this result? I know we won 1-0. It was way too late where I am. Yeah, what time would it have been? Like 4, 3, 4 a.m. there? Your time? Started at 9, so... Yeah, so it would have been, yeah, basically 4 a.m. Wow. So here's what happened. Let me, let me explain it to you, okay? Yesterday, the Canadian men's national team picked up an important win against Costa Rica. And I want to kind of break down what happened in this game, but I know you didn't watch a whole lot of it. So I'm going to tell you about it more or less. And I won't go super into detail and, you know, the super detailed analysis, but there's a few talking points that I think need to be mentioned about this team. Cool. And a lot of it has to do with these two guys right here. Okay, Mr. Jonathan yeah. David and Mr. Alfonso Davies. And this is actually a perfect little spot for both of them. I didn't do this on purpose. But it really like, is. Ta-da! <laughs> Canadians! I'm going to add um, a Canadian men's national team jersey for this. And to be honest, when they qualify for the 2022 World Cup, I'm not going to take it off. 
I'm just going to wear mm. that through Jersey Wall episodes, through work, through showers, through sleep. Doesn't matter. It's never coming <laughs> off. It was a very impressive game. Okay. And I know that some people in this country maybe have had limited exposure to this team because they play a lot of games on one soccer historically, but now the games are being televised on Sportsnet. So they're getting more, more viewership, more eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I saw my close personal friend, Christian Jack, shout out KJ. Saw him in the after show. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Listen, <laughs> with the actual game itself, okay, the first 10 minutes of it, Canada, like, were more reflective of what happened in the second half, which was Canada taking it to them. There were times in the game okay. when Costa Rica, especially towards the latter end of the first half, seemed to be pressing Canada. But Canada's team is built to succeed through transition. And it's interesting mm. that teams are parking the bus against us because it shows that they respect the hell out of the Canadian men's national team, which is not something that has always been the case, right? Because we've got pace, man. They know they can get her on got the counter. Got pace. And when you have Alfonso Davies, who normally plays left back at club level, playing as like the right striker in a two, because he's yeah. like, taking me back to my Vancouver days, playing as like a right mid, as a right winger, with Eustachio pulling the strings in midfield, there's a lot to, to dissect in this. And I'm going to do a whole episode about, um, about the Canadian men's national team, either with KJ or with somebody else, because I want mm-hmm. to like have genuine conversation here. But let this just be a little teaser into that and say, the Canadian men's national team here is playing with the big boys of the Getting region. Getting legit. And yeah, you're only... We- we're only what, like one point behind USA and Mexico? Something like that. I think we might be level on points with one and then one point behind the other. But basically all Canada needs is to finish in the top three of qualifiers. And they've made the and they've made the 2022 World Cup, which means they will feature in two World Cups consecutively. Back to back. Yeah. Back to back. Now, the thought that comes to my head right now is watching some of these players play and thinking John Herdman's an excellent coach for being able to recognize some of these players and where they play in Europe and thinking that Gareth Southgate doesn't watch anything outside of England. So, <laughs> and then even within England, he wasn't able to see that Fikayo Tomori, who is Canadian, should be getting way more minutes. So I wish that Fikayo Tomori had stayed loyal to oh, his, to his nation because dude, if Tomori was... I mean, he, I think he's still eligible to switch. No, no, he's not. He's not. He, he, I think he's played at least one game for England, so I know he's he's cap tied. Mm, but we'll see. bro, let me tell you, if Fikayo Tomori was playing for the Canadian men's national team with some of these other superstars, it it's that'd be amazing. It's part of this like heroic efforts of that we've seen on the highest level, where you have like lesser nations with a few elite superstars who are recognized across Europe, especially yeah. next year and and four years from now. And you're thinking, okay, is Canada going to win the World Cup? Come on. But what's interesting is all of Canada getting behind something. And it, and it's exciting to me because Canada is built off, you know, a lot of immigrants and everybody who comes in here is so like reps their national team from wherever they're, they're from or their parents are from. Yeah. But then when Canada starts to do something, we all kind of remember, Hey, that's us. We're, we're Canadian yeah. too. Like it's, it's, we our pride is in our diversity, but seeing how this team is assembled and knowing you know, the stories of somebody like Alfonso Davies who, you know, came to the country and said, this is, I am Canadian. This is where I am. This is where I grew up being like, this is me. I'm Canadian. I freaking love that. And I'm so excited for Canada to continue performing. And they have Mexico on Tuesday, but we went to Mexico and drew. So now welcome to Canada. Welcome to the frozen fortress, as they were saying in the, in the game (laughs) last night. We don't yeah, need to be. We don't need to be November, but we don't need to be the team that holds the ball and presses and dominates. Because to be honest, and when we do, we need players who can break teams down, which is hard because like our highest level of that isn't necessarily who you think it is with our super with our superstars, but it's players who have that play style. So somebody like uh, you know an Osorio of TFC, mm-hmm. but even him, it's like okay, is this? And he's a terrific asset to the team, but is he? the type of player who can do this against the very, very highest nations. I don't know if that's if, if that's the case. So what does Canada do when they're playing against nations that are a lot better than them? That's the game plan. We are doing the compact defending and hitting them on the break because ain't nobody faster than Alfonso Davies 
But this man right here, Jonathan David, getting the clutch goal, he's elite. And you know, I've been pitching him in rebuilds and he's going to be leading this you team have, for yeah. a very, very long time. Budistakio in midfield. That reminds you of 15-16 um, Leicester, right? Bro, it, we are 15-16 Leicester. We're going to win everything because we are 15-16 <laughs> Leicester. That's what the Canadian best national team is. Get Claudio in right now. <laughs> no, bro. John Herdman is the, is Claudio Ranieri too. <laughs> He's freaking excellent. Ustakio, KJ said it on the uh, on the post, like on the sh- on the show after uh, the game had finished. That Ustakio reminds him of the play style of Xabi Alonso, and he's and it was mm. it's exactly right because you watch the game and you see like how good his deliveries are in the space that he's occupying. He's not super fast or anything, but he just reads the game so well. And yeah. in a team of super of superstars, he's still the mind that's controlling the game and deciding how the game will be played. And I love every single second of it, dude. That's amazing. I'm super excited about that, man. I'm, I can't wait. Like, obviously, last World Cup was Egypt getting uh, getting into the World Cup after 28 years of missing it out. And if both Egypt and Canada qualify for the 2022 World Cup, I don't know what I'll do with myself. Yeah, that will be... Hmm, that's a good question. <clears throat> I wouldn't fault you for cheering for... See, and I thought of this the other day. I'm thinking, okay, well, if Canada... Because I've never had the privilege of watching Canada play against, like, you know, Portugal. Like, like Portugal, yeah. right? Like, if that were to happen in, in just a group stage game, I'm not talking about making it into the, you know, latter rounds of the, of the tournament. Who do I actually cheer for? And you feel like you're obligated to cheer for the team that you've grown up supporting, mm-hmm. which would be the national team of the country where your heritage lies. But I remember when City came to play a friendly against TFC in like 2014. What, there were spells in that game where where TFC started to like play, and and the home and everybody who was there to see like the superstars of Man City there were chanting for TFC. And it's like, man, you you kind of cool, get man. that feeling where you're like, yo, like I'm I'm equally <laughs> part of here. Like this is these are the boys. I'm not saying I'm I'd be rooting against Portugal, but I'm saying like. It'll be hard. I, I don't think I'll be cheering for anybody ahead of Canada when, when Canada plays. Do you know what? Like, I do identify with myself, and, and that's the problem. When I'm here, it's, oh, he's the Canadian guy. When I'm there, it's, oh, he's the Egyptian guy. But I do feel more connected to Egypt because I grew up here. Right. But don't get me wrong. Like, I'm still super proud to be Canadian. And when they play and win, obviously, you jump on the bandwagon and you start supporting. But I think, for me, it would be easier to say that I'd be more leaning towards Egypt if they played Canada than supporting Canada. Because it's just like, I like I don't know, I feel like that's what would trigger deep down. Like, I'm trying to think of who's on the counterattack and do mm-hmm. I get up more for Egypt than I would for Canada? Right. And I think the answer is yes, but I would still be super excited to see that matchup because it, it would be such like a nice internal conflict <laughs> yeah exactly dude i might have to just like make a custom half and half jersey where i'm just repping yeah. like both sides because that might be the only yeah that might be the only time where half and half jerseys are acceptable yeah because well, it's, i hate when people do it for things that are supposed to be rivals right like the half and half scarves yeah, like, they're stupid like like a, a united derby like united city half and half scarf get out of here come on this? come on can't have that can't have that. nope anyway um, enough about them. Let's talk about some other stuff. You had a whole list of people who you wanted to mention, <laughs> who you hated. Do you have this list? Like, or even players who we could just kind of talk about? Because um, off the top of my head, some players yeah, who I you strongly five. disliked, we can actually devote some time to here because we we don't have anything yeah. to talk about. We just talk about whatever we want. Yeah, no, they're the most annoying players right now that I can think of, and it's not people that I hate because because they're bad at playing football or it's not people that I hate because I, for some reason, look at them and think they have a, such a punchable face. Like, like Firmino, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> So the list, it was tentatively going to be called, you know, the, 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 well, I don't remember, the bitch list, I think is what it was tentatively called. Yeah. But then I think we changed it to the worst high level football players, which again, is mm. not completely reflective of what it is because it's not that they're bad. They're, they're quite good, actually. We just dislike them. So I think we've reversed it back to... me off. <laughs> it's just, we'll call it the piss list, where it's just yeah. the list of players who just get under our, our skin for no reason, especially yours. And I'll try to think of any that I can think of 
uh, players or managers that deserve to be on this list. But here, go ahead. Start <laughs> me off with the with a few. Um, how many do you have? You have to, the, you have to think. I'll start. I think I have four players and one that isn't a player. And I think you already know who that is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I want you to tell me. Okay, let's okay. start. First of all, Number one. a guy that I'm always like, shut up, man. Just start playing football. And this isn't like a shut up and dribble type of thing because it's not political. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Stop right. whining. And yeah. that is Wilfred Zaha, man. Every time I see mm. this man <laughs> arguing or lugging himself around. And by the way, all all respect to all the players on here because you've obviously achieved something that I am of course, of, bro. But shut up and stop whining, bro. At you the end you of the made day, it when you have haters. So if anything, we're doing yeah. these guys a, a solid. Yeah, I agree with you. I know exactly what you mean. Oh my god! And if Zaha. that's going to set the mark for the caliber of players we're going to see across this list, then I know what this is going to no, be. They it's, get much better. It's the whiners, yeah. right? It's the yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yep. No, like and plus, not to mention. Whining. Let's talk more about, about Zaha. Not only always whining, but perennially thinking that he's better than he actually is. Like I know. This dude, like, it's one thing to be the best player on a poor team, but that doesn't mean that you'll excel in a team with better players. And I think he often forgets that because he's not that good. Because if he was that good, he wouldn't still be playing there. See, the difference is that he is always asking Palace to leave because he thinks he can take the next step. But the other clubs, if they thought no he could, would it. have gone and said, you know what, Wilfred, you are our guy. And we know that because, let's see, if he were on the level of like a Riyad Mahrez, for instance, playing at Leicester, somebody would have gone, you know what, even if, even if it was a little late, right? It was, it was long after yeah. the, the, the Premier League winning season where they go, yeah, he's way too good to be playing there. He, he could be like a, like a legitimate squad player at a high level team, if not, if not mm-hmm. take you know, another step up when he gets there. <clears throat> But he went from United to to just Palace. Yeah, but at United he wasn't anything special. He he played with Flair, right? Another Flair player. Yeah. Who, yeah, okay, it was exciting. And he said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to Palace. I'm gonna like really, you know, ignite my career and show people what I'm all about. And then I'm gonna earn a top move. And it just never came. <laughs> it never came, man, because he always whines. He's taking himself way too seriously. Mm. Like he's walking around like the Messi of Crystal Palace. Like, man, you it's genuinely true. need to look at yourself in the mirror and realize you're not as good as you think Dude. you are in terms of the Premier League level of player. Yeah, you're one of the probably top two players in Palace, but your numbers definitely don't speak for themselves if anything they whisper for themselves because (laughs) they're nowhere near the level that they're supposed to be and if you tried maybe they would but because you don't try because you think you're too good for everyone else they the numbers aren't there so no one's going to come in for you yep and and that's what he's exceeded the age where people would be willing to take that risk on him i don't think anyone yeah like a 29 year old and going yeah that's our guy. Like a couple of years yeah. ago, maybe. And maybe he got shafted out of it because maybe, you know, Palace were not willing to play ball with losing their star man. But that's the risk you take when you move to Palace. Like you have to know that, right? When you go, you have to, you know that you run the risk of being the best player there, which is what you wanted. But then having the club try to cash in on you at maximum value. And if their valuation is off from what the club value is, again, we've spoken about this a lot. It's not what you're worth. It's what you're worth to the team, right? Yeah. And I don't think he's ever, and it's not that he's horrible. It's just that even in his best season, we've been like, yeah, he's a good player. But we haven't been like, exactly. but it's, it hasn't been enough for a top level team to be like, go get him because he can make a difference in our team. He hasn't even been at the level for like a team like what? Sorry, a team like Everton or, or Leicester to pick him up. Like right. just an, to, to go to a mid table team, he hasn't even been at that level. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just. Yeah, I think people would rather have Eze for sure over him. Bro, isn't it so disappointing that that's how his name is pronounced? I know, not easy. Right? Like, if it was easy, think of how great it would be. Think of the chance, right? At Selhurst Park. I'm easy. (laughs) Easy like Sunday morning. I'm just imagining all of Selhurst Park singing. It would be amazing. It would be incredible. But instead, they can't... You know what? Say, He's probably on the list just for his how he pronounces his name. Yeah, you know what? We'll put him on there. Let's, let's yeah. throw him on there. You know what? It's your fault, stupid. How dare you? <laughs> Another one of these guys who is like, am I Nigerian or English? Let's see if I get capped by England. If not, yeah. I'm Nigerian. 
Yeah, exactly. Bro, that's a exactly, lot of English players. What Zaha is there. Actually, uh, going back to the Canadian men's national team, E.K. Ugbo, who is a Chelsea youth product, who was English, mm-hmm. declared for Canada and played his first game nice. yesterday for Canada. So, Tomori probably texted him and be, be like, nah, man, just do it. Just yeah, go bro, literally, Tomori sitting there in Milan going, man, I am so oh good. <laughs> How am I not playing? And he could be playing for England. To be honest, he's probably, he's probably up there be. in the discussion for England's best center back. Out of like Tyrone Mings when Tyrone Dude, Mings gets taken. On, on par with somebody like a John Stones, well beyond Harry Maguire. He's trash. We could talk about him <laughs> a little bit later too. But um, he's on that level. And and Southgate's like, right, but you don't yeah, play in England, no. do you? Right? Like, you know, no, he just looked at the name and he just figured he's not from England. He was just no, like, he went. Oh, he's Canadian. He can't. He just he thinks he hasn't declared for England yet. That's really what the thing is. He thinks he hasn't yet declared. Not for even England. that. He thinks he's still Not Canadian, so he doesn't think, know that he can select them. I just think that he looked at the name, couldn't pronounce it, and went, "That is way too ethnic." <laughs> they sh- yeah, they put his like real full name. They didn't just put Fika Yotamori, but they put his like real birth name. That if you haven't heard, we're not gonna attempt it, but. There is video of him saying Isn't it, it like online. Oluwafikayo, something better than Tomori, me. You try something like that. You're at least African. I can't, I can't even remember what it was. You can Hang say on. it. I, you I'm keep, sure it's you keep chatting. I'll I'll pull it up. Okay, I'm gonna try to guess how many letters I think are in his real birth first name. Okay, and I think even Tomori is shortened. I'm gonna say that. I think I think it is. If you okay. find his full name on Wikipedia, me? oh my god, how many letters? That's got to be at least 17 there. letters, right? <laughs> Go ahead, count them. First, but to Tomori last is Tomori. It's not. It's not shortened for anything. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's yeah. disappointing. Not ethnic enough. Okay, so it's Oluwafikayomi, Oluwadamilola Tomori. Wow. So hold on. I'm gonna guess. There's. So it's hold on. It's gonna keep blowing out. I can't see it. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. There's 31 letters in all of those. Go ahead. Tell me. Like middle name included, first letter to first letter, first name to last letter of last name. Go. How many letters? His are first there? name is thirteen letters. Yep. This is exciting. Twenty six total, including the uh, including the middle name. Thirty two letters. Shut up. What, Master Chevrolet? The unbelievable. You know what? Actually, one. Can we get Loike to confirm my pronunciation here? Why is he from? Where's well, he from? I, Loic is from. He's Burundi. from. Uh, he's from Burundi. I know, but what about Tomori? I don't know. He's, he's from Canadian. Calgary, Nathan. I know he's he's Canadian, but I mean, <laughs> like, which which African nation is he from that enables him to have such? If an incredible he's from name? like Jamaica, this is going to be very embarrassing. No, no, I think it's like Nigerian, bro. It's too long. Wait, what about KSI? Where's KSI from? I feel like KSI. He has the same root name as KSI. KSI is from YouTube HQ. <laughs> he's just a spawn. He just made him up. <laughs> Nigerian. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Canadian Nigerian. We got plenty of those, bro. I respect that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Isn't Chigi? Yeah. Chigi. Yeah. Same root name. Exactly. Here, here's the other thing. There we go. Um, I guess 31. It actually had 32, which is remarkable that's, how close that is. I one time once um won the guess how many jelly beans are in here oh no way yeah i did it was at tim how Hortons. far away were you from that i don't remember it was so long ago but i'm pretty good at like estimating based on well yeah estimating right did like you do the just... prices right one where someone guessed like a <laughs> no, thousand no 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 people do that to me people do that to me but i was i was the closest because i'm always in the ballpark and then they just try to screw me out of it but i actually won and the prize was like a $250, $150 certificate to getting your hair done at this like hair stylist that's nearby, which is like very, very Yeah, bougie. that would be really useful for you now. Yeah, no kidding. But it was that <laughs> and it was like you got to keep the jar of jelly beans and you got like a Tim's gift card and some stuff like that. And so me, like 11, I won over all these other participants. And I'm sure they thought that it was going to be some like the demographic of the hair place is like mostly mom ages right like it's mostly women in their in their motherly ages where their kids are grown up and um and so i went in there and they were probably thinking okay well this is going to give like a discount off of like a cut and color or something like that and i got like uh, probably 10 free haircuts straight haircut. yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i went in there just getting the same like classic haircut every time back and sides 
Every, yep, exactly. <laughs> Literally from the time I was 11 to the time I was 12, I got a whole year's <laughs> worth of free haircuts by just going in there and be like, yep, got my gift card. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. For women, it would probably just be like a hair wash with some hairspray put on at the end. Yeah, I would imagine. It's that's, just like... That's crazy. You're, you know, cut in color, which is Can we probably, talk about how crap Roll Up The Rim is this year? Isn't it all digital? It was. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, tell me about it's it. It's terrible because every 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 role wins. That's their marketing oh. campaign for this year. But every role is five points on yeah, your card. That's stupid. That's it. No one wins anything else. I've like when it used to be genuine roll up the rim. I spent five years in Canada before I actually won something on roll up the rim. Yep. Because otherwise Dude. it would just be like play again. But other, but I've won donuts. I've won coffee. I've won I've won stuff. I roll up the rim before. Now it's just five points, and that gets you nothing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I still have a roll up the rim cup with a winning donut on it because I had never won a roll up the rim donut before. And the fact that I won it meant so that. much to me that I, no, no, I didn't, I didn't care because it doesn't, dude, I can buy a donut. A donut's like a dollar or something. More than I won something. The fact that yeah. I actually won a roll up the rim. Now it would have been stupid if it was like a, an actual value item, right? Where I was like, like the the Toyota that, or the Honda Civic that they actually give up. Yeah, yeah, if I had won that and I was like, just the win is enough for me, then that would have been stupid. But the fact that I won just like a, a coffee or what, I think it was a coffee, but I was like, I don't drink coffee. No, but you I, could get any hot drink. Yeah, I got that one time. I actually like got, chocolate, I yeah. got tipped once at Mark's via, um, somebody had one roll up the rim and he's like, I, I want to tip you, but I don't have cash. And we don't accept, like, we weren't, it's not, you don't tip people in retail, right? Yeah. But I was like, he's like, do you want to roll up the rim thing? And I was like, I guess. And so he's like, here. And he like, hold it out like his hands. He had like nine of them. And it was, it was coffees and donuts and stuff. And so I took one of the coffee ones and I went there and I was like, hi, can I get a hot chocolate instead? And they were like, okay. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> I was like, very nice, very nice. By the way, so far, this has been one of my favorite episodes. And I totally forgot that we were even doing this this like list. Oh, yeah, dude, right me here. too. 100 I totally forgot. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but for the last like 10 minutes, I've been trying to fix my stupid light because it's <laughs> so, it's like, I don't know what it keeps doing here. Nobody can, nobody who's listening would know that this is happening, but it's like absolutely blasted. I've seen you like, do it for the last and I'm trying minutes, to get like, it to calibrate and I can't freaking, I've tried adjusting my blinds blind. here. I've tried covering the lens. I've moved into the foreground, into the background. I can't get it. I look like a freaking PlayStation, bro. I look like my PS5 next to me because it's absolutely <laughs> blinded me out and I can't reach the light from here. So I can't very well dim it. It's dude. I can't. What am I? I can't do anything about it. This is a hilarious. Look at how look at how nice my eyes are. Like, yeah, you know, like these. When I was telling you about, I got got hazel eyes, bro. I'm telling you, these are some hazel eyes right here. You can see them now. Look at this. You've got hazel colored eyes, but you've got brown eyes because hazel eyes are greenish. Yeah, which is stupid. We talked about this before. We've covered the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's impossible. Tell me how. It's like you ever seen like cherry red on a car. And it's like red mm. like this. And it's like, that's not, have you ever seen a cherry? Yeah. A cherry is like maroon. Like your sweater is, is what a cherry is. I hate that. That I is true. The yeah. best representation of colors. Um, wait, we, we were supposed to talk about way more than just Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> and then we went oh, on wait, this yeah. other tangent. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Let's move <laughs> up. And it's the, it's genuinely, this is the one with the, with the non-player. And it's the Cardi couple. Oh, I thought it was going to be Klopp, I think dude. they should... <laughs> No, I think people. No, Klopp is we could talk Klopp about is Klopp. respectable. I mean, he's he's annoying for what he did to his teeth, but bro, he's like, annoying because he, he didn't consult us me. before he got his laser eye surgery. Okay, yeah, he he copied me. Like, yeah, genuinely. he did copy you. Stupid. But the Cardi couple mm-hmm. should just be locked up in an island somewhere, with no one to mate with other than themselves. Well, even then, and then just too see many how long it, it takes to last. I hate. Cardi and and that whole situation, I remember Joe explained to me that situation in high school, and I was like, dude, that's I couldn't crazy believe it. because I couldn't believe and it. And I don't know if I remember all the details, but I'm certainly not gonna defame his name by talking more. And I still can't get over the fact that I'm a total bleached ghost right now, and my light is not like I have to keep my hands here 
Anyway, for, and the this is what makes me mad is that the listeners will not know that this is happening. And so to them, they'll be like, Nathan, just finish your stupid thought already about nothingness. And I genuinely cannot concentrate because all I can think of is how I look. I'm going to put this thing on freaking YouTube, how white I am right now yeah. versus at different times in the episode. I'm trying to adjust. Oh, that made it better. Forgive that me made it so I'm much trying worse. to adjust the... Okay, I'm just going to talk like... I'm going to turn off my camera. I think you should just give up. Yeah, I am going to give up. Just, I'm just going to be whatever color I am, and, and that's it. Listen, Icardi... Be comfortable in your own skin, man. Come on. Stole someone's girl and her family, then Back tattooed her and some other dude's kids on his arm, then yep. left that dude, got him kicked out, then cheated on her. Like, this is so crazy. Mara, what are you doing, dude? And he was a player back in the day, man. You remember him in, like, 2014, 2015? 2016 even? Like, before he went to PSG, yeah. really. He yeah, can yeah, play. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like, they they both suck. Like, she on it, she cheated on Maxi, and now she got cheated on with Mara. And then now yeah. she's posting, she's posting on her story pictures of... Maxi Lopez's old, like, new family with no. his new girl. What? I didn't know that. And and she and it's like, dude, are you children? What is this? High school? Yeah, bro. Wow. Like, they genuinely need to be locked up somewhere on an island. Like, just reinstitute Alcatraz and just put them there. Okay, here's the move. Okay, let's round out the list. Let's make a five-a-side team of the absolute just worst characters in football. Yeah, we have Zaha. Okay, so we have them. Icardi. Does Wanda play in this team? Yeah. Is she the cheer- no, she's, she's on the team. She's the head cheerleader. <laughs> well, that doesn't make her in the five-a-side team. Is she part? Is she on the pitch or not? She is. She can be. Okay. And she who can else? be because her sheets are not clean, so you can put her <laughs> in the center back or something. <laughs> she so can go more in clean that. sheets than Luke Shaw, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can put her in that. All right, who else? Um, Neymar pisses me off. Yeah, because Neymar is genuinely Ballon d'Or quality, but his attitude be. always pisses me off. Well, yeah, yeah used to, obviously he used to be. Um, Not anymore. But he was in the conversation for the third best player in the world a lot longer than any of the other so-called third best players in the world. Yeah, that's for sure. And his attitude pisses me off ever since he went to PSG. It's just been so annoying, man. I can't imagine being this guy's teammate. And speaking of which. Mbappe is also on this team. So we're broom. This is a hell of a front three, whoever the striker is going to be. Mbappe is, is a Mbappe on the list three. too for annoying people? Yeah, because he's starting to piss me off. Why? Like so yeah, many pros have... Uh, uh, that, nice. Turn my light off altogether. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Keep going. Forget <laughs> um, <it>. <laughs> he's starting to... A lot of... a lot of Stop laughing about it. <laughs> Is such a such a like this is like the un, like the the B line the B storyline of of this whole episode has just been yeah, Nathan just versus Nathan. his ring light while we talk about nothing. my light perfectly perfectly colored. I can't figure it out, bro. I hate ring lights. Phenomenal. I feel like I'm at a good distance. You're too white. <laughs> I know, but what am I supposed to do? Like at some points in the episode, it's perfect, and then at other times, it's like I have freaking the, the visions mind this stone. This never happened though. Right so in the middle. Figure it out. And the, yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe it's because the blinds open, but I, I closed the blinds. I mean, it worries. I don't know. Forget <laughs> this. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, you were saying about uh, Mbappe. Um, yeah, Mbappe. Uh, a lot of pros are starting to say that he needs to buckle down. And I think he, obviously, since winning the World Cup and being a very integral part of that France team, yep. he's been very annoying. And he, it's mm. like he's, he's no longer the kid who is so determined to get to Messi and and uh and Ronaldo's level and he thinks he's already there like the rumors of him and Neymar getting so pissed off because Pochettino said that Messi should win the Ballon d'Or and they got so annoyed and went to cry to him in his office Mm. it's like guys shut up stop whining yeah come on it's a whole problem with the culture of that club yeah yep yeah oh and Di Maria Obviously, Di Maria. Well, you hate Di Maria. He, needs, too. Yeah. he deserved to be able. Yeah, that's but he's literally he's not PSG part of the list for the same reason. You just hate no, him. He, but no, he's just annoying. No, you like, know what we could do? Here's what we could do. We could do a five-a-side team. Mina's least favorite players, like players that you hate, versus players that just annoy you, and then find which team would win, right? Because on team mm. hatred, we have Di Maria. Well, we have, annoys me. We have Firmino. Okay, that's like two yeah. cornerstone members of team hatred, and then on team yep. annoying. Team Annoying is a really good squad, to be fair. You got Neymar. Team Annoying is a great squad. Right? You got 
Mbappe. Mbappe. Well, it's just PSG. So PSG, let's build a team (laughs) to face PSG. And we have so far Di Maria. So Di Maria plays for both, but he's going to be drafted to Hatred team with Firmino. Mm. Hell of a front. Two out of three so far. Suarez. That's a hell of a front three. three. (laughs) It's a great front three. Racist ass Suarez. Yeah, Teeth McGee over there. Graham soon is playing CDM. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Current. Do they have to be current players? No, all time. All right. Uh, We're running this net, simulation. Who do I hate in net? It's tough to hate a goalkeeper. Yeah, not a lot of goalies do. I mean, what about like Emmy Martinez? Like, Emmy Martinez is the type of guy who I feel like if you either love him or you hate him. And if he gets under your skin, you probably hate him. Yeah, but even then, like, like the banter that he did at Old Trafford as well, and everything. Like I, I don't hate him. Like, yeah, yeah. I fully respect the guy. Right. Like, guy's t- life turned around in eighteen months, and that's, that's phenomenal. True. Yep. You can't be a hating guy for that. No. That's true. It's a good um, point. Who else do I hate? This is a very. This mm. is an interesting. I feel like I should put the uh, the therapy office background now because I'm. It feels like I'm. I'm doing therapy. Yeah. We got just venting well, about people in I many hate. ways. B Dubs is a therapeutic office right because you just gather with your friends and just talk about whatever you know yeah i think that rounds it out i i try not to hate too many people but some people are just like (laughs) full strength psg PSG with one in net and 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 zaha playing at like (laughs) cam or something (laughs) that's so funny well finally there's a trophy that psg can win that isn't Liga. hey oh yeah Ooh. And that does hey, it. Yo. That does it. Has it already been an hour? I don't know when we started. I think so. I think it's been an hour. Anyway, we're going to do an episode talking about fantasy must-haves. We'll do that for the next episode of the podcast um, because we could just do an updated like Premier League, like what's going on in there. So that'll be a good discussion for that. I've thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I, I wonder how this episode will be perceived because for you and me, it's just been so stupid <laughs> and fun. This is, it's like, our conversations at B-Dubs, just we're recording it now. Yeah, exactly. And I wonder how it will be perceived by our listeners. There was a time last year, around the same time last year, when we did, when we, it was when we first introduced Bro Talk. We called it International yeah. Break Bro Talk. And this is just going to be the continuation of that. It's International Break Bro Talk. It's just, it. there's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, we could talk about, there's some good stuff that happens during International Break. For example, Canada beating Costa Rica. And we talked about that. Everything else yep. doesn't matter. That don't matter. Nothing else yeah. matters, right? The same teams are going to qualify, and this is like not the the dire stage in qualification. So, yeah, doesn't matter. Nothing has any consequences. Anyway, oh my goodness, I've I've bested I my ring light, and uh, <laughs> so we have to wrap up that little subplot throughout this entire thing. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, guys, if you, how do we start off the episode? It was with a jingle. It was with the. How did it go? Um, uh, it was something with farmers. It was farmersonly.com. You can find yeah. nice jerseys at elmontusoccer.com. I'm going to find some better jingles. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to remake random like commercial episodes all for elmontusoccer.com and for the jersey wall. But that is for another day. I hope <laughs> also shout out to somebody who deserves a shout out here is my friend Jonas. All right. Because Jonas has been reaching out to me saying that he's been listening to a lot of the episodes and like nice episodes, like in catching up uh, on them in full and then telling us about how much he enjoys the bro talk and how much he enjoys learning about our uh, edutainment each and every week. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Hope you enjoyed this one. Shout out out Jonas. Come on, man. Yeah. Yo, Jonas. As you used to call Jonas. Yeah, yo, Jonas. (laughs) Of the Jonas brothers. Anyway, guys. Take care. Thank you so much for checking out episode number 117 of the Jersey Wall podcast. Don't forget to go to elmontyouthsoccer.com and enter promo code TJW10 to build your very own Jersey Wall collection. Brethren, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at minadokgali98 and on Twitter. I'll follow you back if you can find me. Boom. You can find me on Instagram at the Nathan Santos. You can find me everywhere else at MasterChefNay, including on YouTube where you can find special bonus clips of the Jersey Wall podcast and all the other fun stuff that we do. Find the Jersey Wall podcast on Instagram at TJW Podcast. And as we inch closer to Christmas, don't forget, the merch is coming. The merch is coming, I assure you. We'll see about that. I assure you, it's coming. <laughs> I have, I've done. I've taken zero action since last week to, to do it, but got six weeks. It's coming, I promise. Sounds good. 
Anyway, guys, take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode this week. Uh, if you didn't, let us know because uh, then we won't do this anymore. <laughs> we'll put more work into our episodes. <laughs> we, we won't just talk it. about nothing. Yeah. Else. We'll actually talk about something. If you did enjoy it, <laughs> good. I'm glad you did. Take care, everybody. We love you all. We appreciate you all. And we'll see you back here next week right here on the Jersey Wall Podcast, baby. Woo!